0: all this morning. We're glad that you are with us. Welcome to Conroe Bible Church. If you are one of our guests, we want you to know that you're most welcome to. We are glad that you're here. Um, <clears throat> and our normal our normal live streaming crowd has been cut off for this morning. We've been having internet issues, so we're not streaming, but we are recording. So our after service watching crowd, we're glad that you are watching the service after the fact. <laughs> That's everybody, right? Covered everybody. You guys stand
1: up with us. We have, we have a service full this morning of celebration, and so we're going to jump right into it. is alive the empty cross the empty grave life eternal you have won the day shout it out Jesus is alive he's alive Last meeting, face to face. I'm yours, Jesus. You are mine. Endless joy, perfect peace. Earthly pain, finally we'll see. Celebrate, Jesus is alive. He's alive. So As can have a seat.
2: I love that song. That song is so much fun because we get to celebrate all the joy that God gives us. And uh, if you think about it, we celebrate... The fact that Jesus has victory over sin and death. We celebrate the salvation that he offers by faith to all who believe in him. We are forever changed. And that's great celebration. And then, what a glorious day, we celebrate that day we look forward to, when we shall see him face to face. So it is a joy-giving song because it causes us to focus on all the joy that Jesus gives to us. Now, Chris said that this is a different kind of service with lots of details. Chris, on that last verse, I realized I didn't have my microphone on, so I ran over there, and uh, I was hoping you would add a couple of verses. <laughs> Today, we want to celebrate, and uh, we're going to do a different type of service We want to celebrate that God is the joy giver, and I'm going to ask you to celebrate with me, especially if you are a follower of Jesus Christ. Because who can forget being enslaved to sin and death, and discovering, realizing that you can't save yourself, sort of like a a swimmer caught in a rip current. But by God's grace, Jesus paid the price and offered salvation to all who believe in Him. So we want to celebrate today. Now, why would we do that after the crazy year of 2020 and perhaps the crazier start to 2021? We've been through novel coronavirus and then all the influencers that have tried to influence our lives and 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 navigate what's going on and it has been in some ways uncertain and in some ways absurd why would we want to celebrate well we want to celebrate because god is at work even through all of that we want to celebrate because god gives joy in good times and in bad times And so we can celebrate together as a church family. I'm going to ask you to do that. This is going to be a little bit more of a participatory uh, service. There'll be times where you get to participate through popcorn praise and popcorn prayer. And I hope you will. And whether you speak up or or just silently, uh, we've prayed before the service that you and I would have the grace to give our hearts to Jesus this morning, to talk to him. And we've got uh, our children with us to celebrate with us. And if you're not aware, there are some sheets back there, uh, children that you can color on uh, and and draw your own favorite celebration to uh, join in with us. But joy is the result of being connected to Jesus. And it comes just in the simple life of faith and obedience as we pursue the freedom that we have in Jesus Christ. It is an overflow of his life in us, his vitality, not anything that we stir up. Joy is just the abundance of God in our lives and it comes through communing with him. Joy is not something that we can command, that we can arrange or purchase or manufacture. God gives joy. And I hope that as we look back today, uh, some of the highlights of the year, that we get to see uh, what God has done and the joy that God has generated in our church family. And so, if you have your scripture and you wanna follow along, we're gonna let Psalm 126 frame this service. Psalm 126, it's a simple Psalm of six verses. It's perfect for finding joy in the journey, because this was a song of ascents. This was one of the songs that the pilgrims in Israel would sing on their journey to Jerusalem as they came into Jerusalem for the feast or for sacrifices and offerings. And and so it was a, a song of journey, and that just works perfectly for us, right? We're on a faith journey with Jesus Christ as he works in us and through us to transform us into his likeness through the power of the Holy Spirit. So we're going to use Psalm 126, and I hope it arouses joy in your heart and mine as we consider God's work in the present. That's what we'll look at first, and in the past, and then in the future, because that's how this psalm breaks down, past, present, and future. We're going to start right in the middle. Psalm 126 verse 3 I'm going to be reading from the message Today I like the joyful way that Eugene Peterson captured this Psalm in his Paraphrase from the Hebrew And this is what he says in verse 30 uh, Verse 3 of, of Psalm 126 God Was wonderful to us We are One happy people Isn't that great I hope you leave today saying we Are one happy people because we are filled with the spirit of Jesus Christ and he is in our life. Well, with these words in verse three, the Jews, the Israelites were affirming the words of the, the nations around them because back in verse two, the nations said, hey, God's doing something there. There must be something to this religion. And, and so the Jews are just affirming, we are one happy people. And like the Israelites on that journey, we have a lot to celebrate here at Conroe Bible Church. So I want to just, uh, we're we're just going to kind of hop and skip around today as we look at different things. We're going to leave a lot out. In fact, we're going to come back another time to uh, look at what God has done in terms of financial provision uh, throughout 2020. But I want to start with uh, perhaps uh, one of the most joyful miracles that God does for us, and that's just the miracle of birth. Uh, in, in 2020 through the last week, we got to celebrate four births. Isn't that exciting? So, January 22 of last year, uh, little Gannett was born to Evan and Heather Lowry. And then in March, uh, Piper Nelson was born to Christopher and Jennifer. And then in June, June 30th, Maddie was born to Kyle and Anna Carol. And then just this past week, little Josie Marie. Smith was born to Kalen and Jessica. Four healthy babies. I mean, that's exciting, isn't it? It is very exciting, uh, whether it's your own baby or not, to see a baby and to consider the work of God, especially when you consider all the scripture that speaks to what God has done in the womb in forming these babies, and just the miracle of bringing birth about. That's one of God's greatest gifts to us and and, uh, proof that he's a joy giver. also want us to think about the the ministry that was carried on in tough times. We'll look here at perhaps more of what uh, staff and ministry leaders did, and then later on uh, what a lot of you did, uh, both in the community and in the church family. Uh, but when we went to lockdown, and of course we thought it'd be, what, six weeks, possibly three months at the longest, uh, you know, we started a, a series in Psalms on Sunday because we wanted to look at the character of God and be anchored in Him. There was a lot of fear, a lot of uncertainty, and, and we wanted to be strong as we focused on him. And so Matt and Chris and I uh, taught through Psalms on Sundays and Colossians on Wednesday nights. Uh, And and those were ways for us to connect uh, through uh, different means uh, through the internet. And that was very exciting. We had an Easter drive-in service. Do you remember that? Uh, How many people came to that? It was very exciting, gave us our first opportunity after a few weeks to get together and to see one another, uh, even though we were in our cars. And that was a lot of fun out here in the the, uh, back parking lot. Uh, Chris and Jenny gave us some music at night and uh, sang some hymns for us, put it on Facebook, and and that was a great way to relax, uh, to get ready for bed in the evening. Uh, I did devotionals for 16 weeks, uh, Monday through Friday, and, and that was a way to uh, just anchor us again in God's Word to uh, connect us to one another and to hear what God was doing. In fact, we got some feedback um, with all the different forms of teaching, and most of this was on Facebook Live. Some of it was just posted uh, videos and all of that, but we we got lots of feedback. Some of you said that uh, this makes me feel connected to my church family. Uh, Some of you said, this uh, helps me deal with loneliness and uh, being by myself in this lockdown. And uh, some of you said, this gives me hope in the midst of this. Had one woman, uh, not in the church family, but commented, I was ready to give up on 20 years of sobriety and your teaching. Uh, focused me on Jesus again and reminded me that he is the source of my strength. So there was a digital footprint that was growing much beyond the church family. And that was really exciting. In fact, Gwen and myself, we had uh, several friends that uh, would not call a church a home uh, that were participating with our church family uh, because of God's way of reaching out to them and giving them hope and joy and anchoring them in a very uncertain time. We, uh, we did a lot of different things, and, and Chris and our technical team, our worship team, did huge things in terms of starting us out by posting videos. Isn't it interesting we've come full circle uh, again, so we get to do that today, uh, and then Facebook Live, and then live streaming, and because of your giving, uh, we were able to keep adding hardware to add cameras. In fact, the worship team added another position of... Uh, somebody to man the cameras so that that's taken care of. And there are a number of people uh, that have not been able to get out or just haven't have chosen not to uh, throughout this and have been able to take advantage of that type of thing. And so we're very thankful for what God has done and allowed us to do to increase the ministry here. And uh, that is celebratory. That's what took place spring and uh, summer uh, before we really got into more of our full-time ministries, core ministry throughout the fall uh, now the uh, elder board is going to come up four members of the elder board uh, Dick Norman and Brad Hayes and Vest Capern and myself we want to thank uh, the decor team H- have you guys noticed any changes in, in the hallway and in the great room yes is that exciting well, well that's part of how God has given us joy so we're going to we, we just want to recognize some people here for that
3: Dave
2: that was my line oh <laughs> so I'm um, I may not be on there. Okay, so our our
3: building does look fantastic, and uh, surely you've noticed uh, all of those changes, all of the paint scheme, the theme, uh, the, the rock, the wood panels in the hallway, the coffee corner, um, and all of this has happened um, through the decor team, and we're gonna recognize those guys just in a moment, but I also wanna say part of that and give thanks to uh, Steve Hartzell, Uh, and the deacons as they put together that team for us last year. So uh, thanks for that. And I hope you're you're noticing all of those changes. And I'll let you go with introducing the team. So
4: so can you hear me? (laughs) Okay. I'll I'll keep talking. It's on. on. They're on. It's on. So, okay, Jenny Pie, would you stand? (laughs) (laughs) Y'all know Jenny Pie. Okay, you already know, or you should know, that um, that she is the head of the decor team. And not only just the, to lead the, the team, but she has organized and researched, I mean, hundreds of hours with her team, um, looking into colors and picking out, you know, all the stuff that is so pretty out there now. But she herself is a professional painter. She, uh, I mean, if you want to have your house painted, you just contract with Jenny. She, anyway, she is an excellent painter, knows what she's doing, and she has herself spent hours and hours and hours painting this facility. There's still a bit more. She's organized work days as well, and so she has led the team well, and Jenny Pye, we thank you.
3: Well, I have the pleasure of thanking my good friend, Perry Lee, he's back here in the back. He's already standing up, but uh, he's not gonna come out and dance for you. So uh, thank you for your bringing your uh, skills and expertise and contacts and knowledge uh, to the decorating team, uh, brainstorming ideas, um, just a huge resource in repurposed wood which is outside of my scope entirely, but Perry brought that to to bear and has uh, really benefited our body through his skills and expertise, and I want to thank you.
2: I wasn't (laughs) one of those days (laughs) okay here's what I'd like to do And I won't need a microphone for this. Uh, We would like to have just a little bit of popcorn and praise. Popcorn and praise. Good night, Sunshine Kids Club. Uh, And all that means is just wherever you are, just a sentence of of praise, actually just a word. We're going to put a a phrase on the uh, screen here. And we just want you to fill in the uh, the blank here. All this has happened, all that we've talked about so far, because God is blank. And that might be different for you. It might be sovereign or loving or caring or or, uh, wise. Whatever it is, I want you just, to uh, join as a church family and uh, praise God, so we're just going to take a little time and, and uh, let you call out attributes, and then I'm going to close it in prayer. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
2: Lord, we do thank you that every good and perfect gift comes from above, and we thank you that you bring us so much joy by allowing us to see you at work, and we pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you for participating with us.
1: Yes, stand up with us. What a friend we have in Jesus, oh our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we We do not carry everything to God in prayer can have a seat
2: happy people and now the next couple of verses lead us back into the past and uh, the curious thing is that joy builds on the past uh, joy is nurtured by the past uh, joy is the verified experience of God acting And the point is that God is involved with his people, has been involved with his people through the giving of protection and provision. The Jews were able to look back over their history and say, God has taken care of us. We're back in Psalm 126. When the Jews looked back, they looked back with laughter and with joy The psalmist wrote this in the first part of verse 2. He says, We laughed, we sang, we couldn't believe our good fortune. God took care of them. You see, he had kept his word. He was faithful, as someone said earlier, by disciplining them when they were in rebellion, and he sent them to Babylon. But he also kept his word because he had told them that they would be there 70 years in captivity. And he kept his word and delivered them and brought them back. God was wonderful to them. When God's people are faithful and obedient, we are filled with joy. And the watching world acknowledges the works of God. To the Jews, it seemed impossible. And so they said this at the end of verse 2. It seemed like a dream. Too good to be true. Excuse me, that's in verse 1. It seemed like a dream, too good to be true. In verse 2, the nations around had said that they were, God was doing something, and the Jews said it's true. But in verse 1, they thought it was impossible. What did they think was impossible? Well, they were, when we look at the historical context, they were in captivity in Babylon. Babylon, the great empire of the world, Babylon with all the strength and the military and the power and little Israel taken captive, spread out, slaved and enslaved with no strength and no hope of conquering Babylon or changing matters in their own hand. And so that's why they could say it was like a dream. Everything seemed impossible. But God acted. The psalmist went on to finish, it seemed like a dream too good to be true when God returned Zion's exiles. Someone has said that if you can explain everything that is going on, then God didn't do it. And that may sound like an illogical statement, but it's a very hopeful statement because we're often caught in uncertainty and we're often caught with the unknown and the mystery that is before us or around us. And that gives us hope that God is sovereign, that he is in control and that he is doing things that we don't understand, as the prophet Habakkuk says. The Israelites recognized God at work. And it seemed like a dream. They knew Babylon was powerful, and they knew they had no strength to conquer on their own. Think about how Israel continually remembered God's goodness in their history. Joy is nurtured by the past. And so they would tell stories, what we call biblical historical accounts of God at work to remind themselves of how God works and what he has done. Think of some of the stories that they said. They celebrated their deliverance from Babylonian captivity. They celebrated David's victory over the Philistines with Goliath. Perhaps the greatest celebration that they had was to remember the Red Sea crossing to remember that God had delivered them from Egypt through the Red Sea. He had worked miracle after miracle after miracle. Each act of God is an impossible miracle. And that's what the Jews looked back on, and that's what continued to nurture their joy. Each act of God, an impossible miracle. The Red Sea, the greatest miracle that they enjoyed looking back on.
5: We buried dreams, lay them deep into the earth. Say yeah. yeah.
2: Beautiful. We never walk alone down the Red Sea Road because God is with us. And joy is nurtured by retelling the stories of what God has done. I want to tell you guys that I am extremely proud of you. I've told you this a couple times over the last few months uh, for the way that you have handled uh, both the angst and the anger of the lockdown in all its capacities, and most especially, I am proud of the unity you have shown within the church family and the respect and the love uh, for others, whether they choose to wear a mask or you don't, or, or you wear a mask and they don't, or they stay away and you don't, or they come and you stay away. I'm very thankful for the love that has been expressed. I'm also very thankful, and this is what I want to get into, uh, for the way that you have carried on ministry. So uh, the government locked us down in different ways at different times, but you guys just kept on going. Uh, I would say you just kept on going down the Red Sea Road. Sometimes it looked impossible. Sometimes it was really hard because of all the protocols to be navigated and sometimes it was hard just to have the strength or to rearrange schedules. So I'm going to do something that uh, you probably shouldn't do as a pastor, and that is to try and name some uh, local ministries that you guys have been carrying out. And I realize when I do this, I'm going to leave out a lot of people uh, that I may know of or I may not know of. Um, And uh, I'm okay with that because I want our focus to be on the joy that God is doing. And I want to thank all of you uh, for the ministries that you have carried on in your workplace uh, and the way that you have tried to change the culture there and to shine the gospel. In your workplace, I've talked to many of you that uh, have done that. I want to thank you for the way you're trying to reach your sphere of influence, and, and I know a lot of you, because you've told me, have talked to a lot more neighbors during this time frame uh, because you spent so much time at home. Uh, so I want to I want to recognize that. I also want to recognize some specifics that'll just get us thinking of God at work and and the joy that He's bringing us. Um, there's a, a foster home in town. Uh, halfway home for foster teens, and uh, Brent Stowe has been involved with them for years, and and Brent, uh, I admire you for continuing to do that through pizza parties, through Bible studies, through just loving on those students, and then even this fall, a couple of uh, women from the Quest, uh, Brittany Hockstetter and and, uh, Kaylin Booker got involved with them as well. Uh, These are ministries where people just going out loving on these students and these teens in such an incredible, unconditional way. Uh, Chris and Brad and and maybe some others of you uh, carry on a mentoring ministry through the public schools where you're assigned one student, and I admire you guys for doing that. And they carried it on even by Zoom uh, throughout the spring uh, when they weren't able to go and have lunch on a weekly basis with their uh, student. This is what God was leading you guys to do, Rex, with his ministry of music, uh, incredible. And uh, I'm thankful for all that you do in our community. Uh, I only know of uh, prison things that you've done and biker um, uh, clubs that you've been with and stuff like that. And I thank you that you use your ministry, not only here, but out in the community to shine the light of uh, Christ. Uh, All the King's horses, Michael, uh, they had a much different schedule, Um, but Michael Benefield is on staff there and he's one of the guys that we support from the church. And um, they were able to have some of their normal weekends and able to do some of their discipleship and some real exciting things happening uh, with some uh, women that are in a rescue house from human trafficking uh, so I really admire you for keeping that up uh, Michael throughout the year uh, the cookie ministry of, of uh, Debbie call and 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 uh, Norman Thank you guys for for loving on our law enforcement and and, uh, firefighters and anybody else that joined them in that uh, ministry, just uh, taking cookies and and telling them that uh, uh, they're loved by God. Um, The marriage ministry of uh, John Vanderkay, I don't know if John's here, I haven't, uh, I can't, okay, John's not here today, you guys can tell him. Um, But uh, he's a local counselor, it's his business, so certainly he gets paid for that sometimes, but he does uh, an awful lot of pro bono work with uh, veterans and with law enforcement people um, and and just gives of his ministry as a counselor and a marriage counselor, and and, uh, that's been going on. God has given strength to John and to other people. Conroe Regional, the uh, chaplain, came by uh, right before Thanksgiving. And asked if, or I guess he texted me first and and said, would you guys uh, write some encouraging notes to the healthcare professionals? I'm going to put them by the employee's entrance. And uh, and so the CBC women took that on. And you guys, I don't know how many uh, hundreds of notes you wrote or whatever, but uh, it it was a huge blessing to them, just blessing them, encouraging them, telling them to keep going, telling them how thankful you were. Um, And uh, he came back next week and told me that we were the only church that participated. That's, that's just heartbreaking. But thank you guys for doing that's what God did Uh, for ministering to school families Kyle has a a unique ministry Kyle Carroll uh, over at uh, school where he coaches and teaches and and uh, he raised money just to help out with some families that needed uh, food and gifts uh, at Christmas time and and, uh, Kyle I admire that and I appreciate you leaning on God for that uh, creativity and that strength Um, and so again I want to thank all of you who have carried on ministry. I just tried to highlight a few just to get you thinking of what God is doing, just to increase your joy. Uh, I do wanna take a a special moment now to recognize a a very unique group that has been uh, under a ton of stress. Uh, And and it may be, you know, the bulk of our group here, and a ton of stress that most of us can't identify with, but it's our teachers. Uh, we have so many teachers here, and, and I want to I thank you guys. I, I tell you how much I admire you uh, for your perseverance and your strength and your creativity and your stamina and uh, the way you've kept going as you tried to navigate uh, how you're going to do what when uh, through spring and fall. And so if you're a public school teacher, I'm going to ask you to stand right now just so that we can uh, recognize you. I I see some of them over here. Yeah, thank you guys. we got a lot of people in the public school. If you're a private school teacher, would you stand uh, where you are? They're not here today. Um, (laughs) That's right, because they may watch on video. And then, uh, if you're a homeschool teacher and navigating all of this, uh, whether you've been doing it for years or uh, it was thrust upon you, would you please stand where you are? All right. admire you guys and, uh, and I'm thankful that you kept going and, and thankful that you have worked so hard with a yearning to help your students continue to learn and grow in the midst of all this. I'm sure you've been part-time counselor and coach as much as you have been uh, educator. So thank you uh, so much for that. And then I want to recognize uh, our, our CBC teachers of all uh, teaching all different ages, children, students, and Um, our adults. You guys have just done a phenomenal job uh, prepping uh, in in the midst of all of this lockdown uh, and I'm very thankful for that. Uh, Administrating, you had so much more on your plate to try and keep your groups connected, whether it was student ministry or children's ministry or an ABF or a small group. I really uh, thank you and admire you for all the effort you put into that. And then uh, working the technology whether it was Zoom or any other piece of technology, to be able to gather and to uh, continue sending out prayer requests and just to stay connected, uh, to love on one another. I heard of several groups over the last few months that were carrying out uh, meal ministries to each other and, uh, of course, praying for each other throughout all of this. Uh, so if you have stepped in uh, the gap to, to teach our children, to, to teach our students, or to teach our adults, would you please stand? Yeah. Thank you, guys. I recognize a lot of our children's teachers are out there right now. Um, You guys have done an incredible job. And then the last thing I want to do is just recognize with thankfulness, uh, lives well lived uh, over the last year. Uh, We said... Goodbye, last January to Jerry Schaefer uh, in in a service and then Gail Lee in August and Deanna Wicks in September and then Lou Schaefer in October and and, uh, James Holmes later in October and and these are individuals that we looked up to. These were individuals that loved Jesus and these were individuals that were all involved in our church family uh, loving either their uh, community that they gathered with or the church at large and many of them influenced uh, all of us, and so I just wanted to recognize them at this time as well, uh, because uh, even though it's bittersweet, they've gone on to be with the Lord, uh, but uh, we can still recognize what God did in their lives to affect and influence us, and I'm very thankful for that. I want to take a little time of just uh, popcorn uh, prayer and uh, Thanksgiving, and so there's another little fill-in-the-blank um, just very brief. Uh, but let's go to prayer and let's show, uh, give thanks to God for what he has done. And if you want to thank him for something that we didn't mention, man, that'd just be awesome. But let's give thanks, uh, to, to our Lord.
1: Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship his holy name, sing like never
2: Joy is nurtured by retelling the stories of what God has done in the past. We looked at the present and said, we are one happy people with uh, the Israelites. And now in verses four through six, we look to the future. And what joy does with the future is joy borrows from the future. Joy is uh, living in a joyful anticipation. Of God's promises and His faithfulness and how He will come through. That's what we see with the Israelites here in verse 4. They called on God to continue to act in ways that they could celebrate. Verse 4, we read this, and now, God, do it again. Bring rains to our drought stricken lives. They're essentially praying, God, you acted, you delivered us from the exiles. There's still a lot of us back there. And we know from Scripture there would be a couple of more major waves coming back. Don't leave your work half done, Lord. Bring back the captives. Act again. We must must nurture joy with anticipation of God's goodness. We know his character. We proclaimed that earlier. We know his promises. We know that he is faithful and true to what he says he will do. And so we want to develop a healthy anticipation of living in light of that and let him increase our joy because of that the israelites lived in a a dry and arid land so saying to bring rain was like saying give us something to drink and and give us crops to eat to ask for rain and for god to bring it that was like a promise of life And that's what we want today, right? We say, Lord, bring the rains. Give us what we need in this drought-stricken life, in this world that we live. We're to pray for God's blessing and prepare for it. And then look at verse 5. As the psalmist continues, he says, So those who planted their crops in despair will shout hurrahs at the harvest. The farmer plants his seeds. Sometimes he breaks his Tools, sometimes he runs out of seed. Sometimes the rain comes and sometimes it comes too much. Sowing seed and waiting for the crop is not always a happy business. And even as we go forward in life and in this crazy 2021, we're not saying ignore reality. And we're not saying, uh, be so joyful that you're blinded to everything else going on. We're saying in the midst of that, look to Jesus. In the midst of that, ask him to bring the promise of life that you and I need. We continued to serve last year, one another, our church family, our community. And as we look to the future, we do so with uncertainty and no guarantee of success, but we do have the guarantee of God's promises. And what we have known of God, we will know of him still. The Israelites have seen God work. They are telling those stories. They look forward to God repeating himself, to being faithful to his promises. And so as you and I go forward, we want to be a people that live in joyful anticipation that he will give us all that we need physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, that he will continue to take care of us through his resources. We can smile at the future because we live in light of his promises and his character. The psalmist notes that sometimes we face a bleak future. And so in verse 6, he says, so those who go out with heavy hearts will come home laughing with armloads of blessing, the hard work of sowing seed, and what looks like perfectly empty earth reaps a crop when God so wills at the time of harvest. Sometimes our seed is watered with tears and prayer. All suffering, all pray, pain, all emptiness, all discouragement, all disappointment is seed. We want to sow it in God, and he will bring a crop of joy from it. Again, Christian joy is not escape from the storms it is the presence of god in the midst of them in us seeing us through and we can live in joyful anticipation of that because joy is what god gives he knows how to wipe away tears he knows how to comfort with grace and mercy he is transforming us into the very person of jesus christ and laughter in the christian life as one author said is the delight that god is working all things together for good Joy is what God gives. Eugene Peterson wrote this, the joy that develops in the Christian life comes from feeling good, not about yourself, but about God. We find that his ways are dependable and his promises are sure. Those who sow in life with a joyful anticipation of God showing up will reap joy, will reap great joy. And we'll be able to say, Blessed be your name, Lord. Stand with us.
1: of abundance flow blessed be your name blessed be your name when i'm found in the desert place while walk through the wilderness blessed be your name closes in, Lord, still I will say, Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be Shouldn't be. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name on the road marked with suffering.
2: Consider God's goodness and live with a joyful anticipation of Him showing up. We recognize the turmoil in our country this very week. In fact, we were so glad to put 2020 in the rearview mirror. And uh, now we've started 2021 and people are already experiencing more anger and more fear. It is natural. People care about our country. People care about humanity. People are sickened by how people are treating one another. And people are just plain sad. we got to remember that we have a deliverer who is sovereign over the universe. That's what generated this song of praise for the Israelites, that he had brought them out of exile to Babylon when everything was hopeless. And they said, we must be dreaming. We are one happy people. How do we get there? Well, certainly we can't trust the the leaders of our culture, whether they're employers or the county judge or politicians. They're not over the universe. They're not sovereign, but Jesus is. And we've got to live in this year with a joyful anticipation of his work. And I want to say this, I believe that we, the church, the church universal, but also the church here at Conroe Bible Church, our church family are primed for such a time as this. I think we're ready to be a light on a shining hill, to let our light shine for the gospel, for Jesus Christ. We know how to rely on Jesus for love and for strength and for guidance in times of uncertainty. We know how to express his love to others. Now is the time to be a light on a shining hill. We've got to look to him for strength and peace and wisdom through the power of his presence. And I would strongly advocate cutting down on the media that you take in and perhaps even going on a media fast here for a week or two, and center yourself back on Jesus Christ to deal with the angst and the anger. We must exhibit the fruit of the Spirit to a world that traffics in disruption and confusion and fear. We must openly point our world to Jesus. We need Him now. That's all I'm going to say as I address what's going on this past week, but I do want Uh, I've asked Brad Hayes to pray uh, for our country, and I invite you to to pray along silently with him. Brad, would you lead us in prayer?
3: In the Old Testament, uh, King Hezekiah was faced with the Assyrians breathing down his neck, and he had no other resource but to call out to God. And I think we're in a similar situation in our lives, that we have no other resource but to call out to Almighty God. And so I wanted to to start out by uh, sharing the part of his prayer. O Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, who is enthroned above the cherubim, you are the God, you alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth, you have made heaven and earth. Incline your ear, O Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, O Lord, and see. God, we cry out before you and pray for your hand upon this nation. God, we pray that you would bring your authority and your peace to bear in our land. God, I pray for those that are in our government. I pray that you would bring wisdom to their hearts and that you would bring clarity to their decisions. I pray for our our judges. I pray, God, for leaders in our state government. God, I pray for those that are serving our country so well in the armed forces and those on the front lines, uh, first responders, and God, those in our medical community that are serving us so well. And I just pray, God, for your peace. I pray that you would instruct us as believers how to respond, how to love, and how to care for those that we come in contact with. So I just commit us as Christ followers to you, God, that you would enable us to be a part of what you're doing. We commit it all to you in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen.
2: Amen. We know that the future is full of uncertainty and unknown, uh, and so we don't know whether it's to be feared or uh, joyed, but um, one of the things that we are really looking forward to is the ongoing children's campaign and the work there. So I'm gonna ask uh, Zach Francis and Brittany Hochstetter to come up. They have taken the lead for us on all the renovation that is going on. I'm gonna turn it over to you guys and uh, let us know what uh, we can look forward to and what we can be praying about as we go forward. Thank you guys for your work. All right. So back in November,
0: uh, Dave and Steve Hartzell uh, introduced uh, a big project to you guys. Uh, They, let's see here, let's you guys uh, go ahead and start throwing up some pictures. I asked uh, Brad to slide a few pictures for us. Um, These were taken actually from last Sunday uh, during Sunshine Kids Club, so not sure how good the quality is, but you can see there's just a room full of kids. And if we keep going. There's a, another side of the room, I think. Um, our kids outside playing and enjoying themselves. Let's do another one. There they are. Swing set on our playground, which is currently being held up by the will of the Lord.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> he is sufficient for our playground at the moment. Uh, let's see. I think I got one more on there. No. Okay, good. Good, uh, but back in November, uh, Brad—I'm uh, not Brad. Dave and Steve presented a, a vision for you guys—a uh, forty thousand dollar investment in our children. Um, and one of the cool things about our church here is we have a ton of people who love kids. And as a parent, I'm reminded of that verse out of Psalms 27, which talks about, you know, blessed is a man whose quiver is full. And as a church body, our quiver is overflowing with kids. And it's awesome. I absolutely love the kids that we get to work with on a daily basis, Um, from the youngest up to the oldest. And we have a vision uh, for the children's ministry. And the first thing on that list is a brand new playground, which to many adults doesn't seem uh, too exciting. But to our children, this thing has three slides. It has a giant circular monkey bar. It has a fireman pole. It has this spinning corkscrew thing and two pull-up bars, okay? Like our kids are climbing ninja machines, okay? If you go back and look at one of those pictures, there's a group of them just sitting on top of our monkey bars having a little powwow. Okay? They are on top of, over, and around everything. And one of the cool things about this big piece of commercial equipment is that it comes with the kitty cushion uh, stuff underneath. So there's a little bit more safety involved and rather than straight gravel, uh, which was, you know, nice enough, right? It wasn't mud, but uh, this is going to be a good investment in our kids. And like I was saying, this is a down payment on our children because this part of the process is just the beginning of what we plan on doing in the children's ministry as a whole. There's going to be new security. There's going to be uh, more doors that are locked for the safety of kids not being able to get out. Uh, There's going to be security cameras placed in every single room in that ministry, so that means our kids are safe. It means our adults are safe. Um, There's going to be fresh coats of paint, uh, technology that we're going to be bringing in, and I just cannot tell you how excited I am about that entire process and right now at the moment we are $11,737 into a $40,000 goal. Right? Okay. And if uh, I just got word from Steve Hartzell that this new playground is supposed to be delivered slash installed near the end of the month. Okay. So we're really excited about this. So I want Brittany to just for a moment to give a testimony of kind of her experience from the church so far and uh, walking through this and about her kids. Yeah.
6: Thank you for letting us join your church body. First of all, we are less than a year into worshiping with you guys. We were here one one uh, ABF and two worship services with you guys before everything got shut down, and so. I'm still going to be playing that new card for a little while. Uh, We haven't had the chance to meet many of you yet. Those of you that we have met have just been a tremendous blessing in our lives. I just want to say on behalf of myself and and my husband and our, our children that it has meant the world to us that CBC has said as a church body that you... You want to say yes to your children. Christ Himself said, Suffer the little children. You know, don't forbid them to come unto me. Suffer the children to come unto me. You have opened your children's ministry. You had a children's camp this summer. You offered things when no one else was. <laughs> they were not offering anything. I can tell you that. Um, that has meant the world to us as a new family. Um, you have a WANA, our church family in North Carolina that's not there. Um, And I have friends who are devastated that their kids cannot participate in those types of things. You as a church family are saying yes to your kids. You volunteers are saying yes to your kids. The pastors, the children's director, Everyone, the nursery workers, you are saying yes every single week to your kids. And that is a tremendous testimony as a church body. And I just want to thank you. That has meant the world. Um, You've already given a tremendous amount of money to this campaign, which is another testimony of your faithfulness. Not only have you said yes to your children, you've said yes and. You've said yes and we want to improve it. We want to have better facilities. We want to have better security. We want to have a more beautiful building as a testimony to the Lord that we serve. So I just that just means the world to us that you would say yes and and I just want to put that before you and and try to build your faith and and just take that with you today that that as a new person looking upon you, that's how we see you.
0: So the challenge Let's see here check check so the challenge for us is that as we looked back on 2020 like we've been doing all service and we're looking forward to 2021 is that we have a wonderful opportunity to continue laying an amazing foundation for this church in the future our children are the future of the church my children your children the teenagers the parents the adults who invest in them without us pouring into those lives there's no future of cbc and so partner with us as we partner with christ thank you
2: thank you zach and Brittany, for all your work on that and um pushing us along And uh, thank you, worship team, for flexing with us today. I really appreciate it. You've increased our joy by ushering us along in song, and I'm very thankful for that. Okay, uh, so the last section was joyful anticipation of the, the future because we can trust God and his faithfulness and his promises. Thus, uh, Caperton, one of our elders, is going to uh, offer a prayer, and you can pray along with him that we will be able to entrust ourselves to God, and then the worship team is going to lead us out with a song.
4: Okay, bear with me, please. Uh, and you pray while I pray for us. Holy Father, Father God... Uh, Jehovah Jireh, um, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, all those names, Father, we th- think of who you are. It is because we know who you are, Father, we can trust you. And so our prayer this coming year, Father, for we know nothing about what this year could bring, but we know who you are. We can trust you. We know who you are. We know your promises have always been kept. You're faithful. And so we now entrust ourselves to you. We choose joy. We choose joy. Help us to trust you, Father. We pray in the strong name of Jesus. Amen. You guys stand up with us.
1: mighty and so much stronger the king of glory the king above all king who shakes the whole earth with holy thunder who leaves us breathless in awe and wonder the king of glory the king above all I sing for All that you've done for me Who brings our chaos Back into order Who makes the orphan A son and daughter The king of glory The king above all With truth and justice Shines like the sun In all of his brilliance The King of glory The King above all kings This is amazing grace This is unfailing love That you would take my place That you would is unfairly alive That you would take my place That you would bear my cross Thank you guys for being with